Cameo Radio. Welcome to another episode of Cameo Radio, where we're out on the boat. The Picnic Cruiser. The Picnic Cruiser. And we've got a really fun little episode for you. First, I'll tell you about this boat a little bit. It's from 1872. Davidson Manufacturing Co. Limited was from uh, West Georgia Street in Vancouver, BC. A very old boat. Clearly well made because we're still floating. We're still floating and we have an umbrella. Like, we really look like we're from the turn of the century. Here. We do actually look <laughs> pretty silly. <laughs> I quite like it. I enjoy this. And uh, so we've come out to the middle of the lake here and found a very nice little peninsula to bump up against. And, uh, I guess today's episode, eh, Danny? We're going to talk about the recap. Bit of a recap. A recap, a little bit of taking out the trash. Yeah, well, yeah, we've started taking out the trash. We know where it is now. Uncle Grandma, located. Colonial Slug, located. We're going to salt that with some salt. Yeah. And what else? And then, so next we have the real big one. Uncle Grandma's Provincial, really. That's that's British Columbia, Provincial. Colonial Slug, that's Canada, national. National, the colonial empire. The decolonization efforts. But today's topic is global. What is the trash we need to take out? We know Uncle Grandma and all the rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it really up to us to take out the trash? We just have to notice it. I suppose. I think maybe it'll take itself out with the garbage. The important thing is to not build on top of it. Don't build on top of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things we've really recognized is the WEF, mm-hmm. the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab, who hasn't noticed this? They are openly admitting that they've penetrated half of Canada's cabinet. Oh, yeah. And behind behind all of that is like these other instruments like the club of rome and the Bilderbergers, and you just go deeper and deeper oh, yeah. and deeper into these secret yeah absolutely secret things you know and that all started back in the 70s or yeah, something like the that. front face the as, front far as, face as far as i can tell the front face of it mm-hmm. started in the 70s but like it's way older than that. It's way older than that club of rome and all this this oh, is yeah. ancient oh hello it's, loons it's, yeah it's so much older, but none of that's out here. I'm not seeing it. I don't smell it. I don't find it out here in our boat. Not in our boat. Not right here. If you drive nine kilometers, oh, it's to the just west, over the hill. It's just over to the hill. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about this spot a little bit too. We're right next to the dead zone. Right next to the dead zone. Yeah. Which is that apparently there's no cell service or anything no works radio there. Communication radio doesn't work there. So that's probably a pretty neat spot. Yeah. If anyone knows how to get there, let us know. We'll try to do a podcast from there. We'd like to do a, an episode from there one day. At least a bit of investigation. It's on our bucket list. It's definitely sure. on there. And what else? Look at We're these. at Valentine Lake, so got its name because the little lake is in the shape of a heart. It's very nice little lake. We've been getting blown around on here quite a bit. It's it's nice though. Lots of people out trying to fish. Doing thing. It's a doing what people do. Doing what people do. Enjoying life. Mm-hmm. And what is all of that colonial slug, garbage, all that stuff, all it really does is take away our enjoyment Mm. and makes us focus our energy on something that's just... On it. Nasty. On it. It's like, look at me. Look at me. I'm Uncle Grandma. I'm disgusting. It's like people drive past a car accident and they all slow down because they want to see. But there's something they're afraid of, but it still captures their attention. Maybe that's why people like horror movies. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, are we going to put our energy into that? Like, and I do mean it in the sense that energy flows where attention goes. Exactly. Right? 
It's very true. That's so it's a fine line because it's important to know what it is, but it's also equally important to not feed it your energy. And so I think giving it fun names like the colonial slug oh, yeah. and names like Uncle Grandma make oh, yeah. it so that we can look at it in a way where we don't feed it. It's not scary. It's not scary. It's silly. And we don't feed it. We don't feed it. So today we're going to talk about the mind virus. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's really where all that stuff comes from. And it goes way back to the first origins of the first people of our first ancestors and our second ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can really get into it if you read Yappa, mm-hmm. which is fun. And, you know, if you're not into reading, stay tuned because there'll be some audiobooks on it. Yeah. And so what does that bring us back to? That brings us back to, and it's lovely because we are on the radio talking, <laughs> orating. Orating, yes. Um, and it must be spoken. Yeah, that ancient stuff brings us back to the spoken word and the spoken traditions and the pureness of that. Yes. And so what does the mind virus do? It hates it. It hates it. It hates love. And dance. And dance and art. And art. And passion, anything. Anything that brings out the spirit. It hates it. It hates it. It hates sacred. And it wants to put it in a box. Yes. And control it and contain it. And as far as I can tell... Yeah. My little tiny short blip of an existence. Mm. It does that through paperwork. Paperwork, yes. The corporatocracy. <laughs> and so first law and second law in Yapa, I'm just going to reference that one. Because there's a lot. There's original stories of people from all over the world. But Yapa being probably one of the oldest. Mm-hmm. you know, um, They got first law and second law from the people that saved them from the extinction because they were made to work, mm-hmm. and they were slaves. They were slaves. And they were never allowed to sing or dance or communicate or anything. And those that controlled them controlled them, I mean, in belief, by giving them stone houses, little circles, and that was yours, and you own that. Mm-hmm. But if you're bad, we'll take it away, and you will have nothing. And you're not allowed to talk to anybody, mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to sing or dance. Your communication is forbidden. You're not allowed to speak your language. And where do we have an example of that in the colonial slug, but in residential schools? And on reserves? Absolutely. Where they would take them away and punish them for speaking their native tongue. And ban the potlatch. And ban the potlatch. That's terrible. Yeah. That is ethnocide. Ethnocide, absolutely. Absolute ethnocide. So the story of the mind virus goes back to, and this might sound a bit far out, but the greys. Mm-hmm. Right. So some people might have heard the greys as like aliens. The Mundi mind. Mundi mind is really what it is. And so your world can be vibrant and full of color, or it can be very gray and very dull. And uh, I'd rather have a gray day out at the lake than a sunny day at the office, <laughs> you know, speaking of paperwork. But um, it is important to administer your affairs properly, but we have forgotten what that is. I forgot what it means. Yes. So first and second law. You would think those would come. You don't just jump to third. No, or fifth, or seventh. Mm. No, those come after. And we have forgotten our own language, Mm -hmm. our own roots, our own ways. And that Mundine mind seeks to continue to keep us damned. And it takes our attention and it takes us away. And it says, maybe I'll just, I can't, I'll keep, I get two weeks of vacation a year. I've got a great story about this from just the other day. Nice. And there was a slip and slide happening in Centennial Park. Oh, right. And my daughter saw that it was happening now. She's two and a half. And so it was bigger kids. So I explained to her, you know, it's bigger kids down there playing on the slip and slide. And 
She said, Mommy, can we go? Can so I said, yeah, we'll go. It's an adventure. She knows first law and second law. Yeah, we yeah. all. We all do. We innately know. We don't need to explain it. So I, I explained to her that it would be an adventure and that she would have to be brave and yeah. she would have to speak and she would have to use her voice. Right. And she would have to ask yeah. and that I wasn't going to do it for her. Right. I would help her. And we went down, climbed up a little hill. Among all these older kids, probably, I think they were probably a grade six or grade seven graduation party kind of thing. All sorts of kids having all sorts of fun. So my daughter finds a girl that we we know, Kyla, sweetheart, really good, really good kid. And uh, I said to Kyla, would you like to take Claire down the slip and slide? And her eyes lit up. Nice. Because this is, this is a dream. You get to take a little another little it's one and show so her the joy of fun. going yes. down the slip and Could slide share the beauty right and yeah. so we're all okay great this is lining up perfect and so now claire's done her due diligence right i've done my due diligence because claire asked kyla kyla looked at me right i i i yes yeah right mom says now, yeah now here we go i go okay there's something else happening here uh-huh. and i look around I see another adult. And your heckles go up a little. And I'm like, okay, mm. here we go. So I go over to her and said, well, what's happening here? She says, oh, this is a um, an end of year party for the school. I said, okay. Is it all right if Kyla here, who I know, who's raked my leaves many times, and we've had many good interactions with, takes my daughter here, Claire, who really wants to go down the slip and slide, who I'm, is the most dearest thing to me. Yeah. And she take her down the slide. And the woman looked at me with just pain. The pain of having to say, well, you haven't filled out the paperwork. Right. And I said, what paperwork? She said, well, you know, like there's liability and insurance and all the forms and all that stuff. You haven't filled it out. Yeah. I said, but I'm her mom and that's Kyla. Yeah. And that's Claire. And that's a slip and slide. Yeah. And this is happening. And this is what's happening. And uh, (laughs) so she dug her heels in and... uh, no that form, no slide. No form, no slide. And, you know, I wasn't going to be the one to, you know. Make a scene. Make a scene. There just yeah. was no point, right? And you know what? There was something to be learned in it too, right? Because it was an adventure. Yes. Right? And you so learned something there. What did we do? We, Kyla, Claire, and I, we all got to learn. And something that lady who this, said no. The lady who said no, actually. I did have a, a strong chat with her as well about morals and values and living in a district. Right. So that was fun. Um, and I think, you know, in her heart, she wanted to say yes, but in her mind, right. she said no. Exactly. So there we were. And, uh, you know, we all said our goodbyes and away we went. Claire and I carried on and we got to the bottom of the hill and we talked about it. We debriefed the situation. You this was to. an adventure. This was an adventure. You didn't yeah. make it down the slide. You don't want to turn it into something that's just totally downtrodden. It's no. just got a negative vibe on no. it. That's how you get your vibe crushed. That's how you get your vibe crushed. That's so how you let the Monday win. Exactly. So what did we talk about? Oh, that darn paperwork. Darn paperwork. Darn paperwork. That darn gets paperwork. in the way. So here she is. She's like, look at that darn paperwork. That darn paperwork. Darn paperwork. Got in the way of our yep. fun. Right? We, we all having a good time with that darn yeah. paperwork. So start them young. Start them young. And uh, there you yeah. go. Well, then that's the thing, you know. There, I've heard this this rumor. I'm just going to say that's a rumor because I haven't really seen this be acknowledged in a long time. But we all, as human beings, as citizens as divine immortal spirits mm-hmm. have unlimited personal liability. Mm-hmm. We can do whatever we want. And if you get hurt, it's not somebody else's fault. You can assume all the responsibility and you don't need a piece of paper. Yeah, especially if, if I say so. 
Yeah, especially if I say so. <laughs> if, if I slide down that slide and get hurt, and everybody says, don't do it, Cam, and I do it anyway, and I get hurt, I say, I'm a dummy. <laughs> I did it, and I did it, I did it backwards and upside down, and yes, I got hurt. And chances are it's not going to happen because I'm fine. But, but one of the things that goes on now, if a burglar gets on your roof and falls through your skylight and uh, damages your property in the process by smashing through the skylight and lands on your cutting block and slices themselves open mm-hmm. on a knife, you're liable for their break and enter and trespass and unlawful intent. Mm-hmm. You're liable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, my, right, that's well, mind virus. That's the mind virus. And it's absolutely taken control and it's not okay. Yeah. And that's how the World Economic Forum has gotten in. That's how everything has gone so sideways. Mm-hmm. We've lost our way. And another really good story that I can tell is after coming from um, National Indigenous Day. Always a good one. At Kekun, I, I ran podcast to an old, old friend there and um, sent me the, uh, you know, the schedule for the summer. Mm. I was just curious. Like, this is just this was a really good day. It was really... Um, filled with spirit and i wanted to know more so they sent me the you know the the program and i couldn't believe how much they were investing in Mm -hmm. people yes they were investing not in sidewalks not in in this that or the other that's a product of the product of building the community up right that's that's they say we're going to deliver you more social services we're going to deliver you better mental health support instead of saying what is it that you need Mm -hmm. And I mean, I mean, they, that's like in the colonial slug system, in the yep. district system, yep. instead of just going to the people and saying, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And so when people say, oh, our systems are being eroded, well, the systems aren't the backbone, the people are. The people are the backbone. So yeah. out there at the First Nations mm-hmm. band, mm-hmm. we saw them investing in their people. Mm-hmm. And they and don't judge you. No, and it's um, obviously a journey. And Absolutely. I mean, it's a testament the fact that any of that was happening and it was a testament to the absolute tenacity of that spirit yes coming through you cannot crush it you cannot it cannot be and that's the thing the world can try to break you down and try to break you down and try to break you down and if you just don't Mm -hmm. budge Mm -hmm. you win yeah so it is and so we come out of that little bubble there and i have the events thing and i see how much they're really investing in oh yeah and the rest of it there's going to be a lot more of that and then we're talking about our garbage culture. Garbage culture. Right. We do go back to the garbage culture. But there's good things in it too. But I mean, we'll see. There's yoga in the park on Wednesdays coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So there's going, it looks like there is some inklings that it is maybe going to right. happen a little bit. But um, who does that? It's somebody who wants to do yoga. And they have to probably do a whole bunch of paperwork. And by the time they get there, mm-hmm. they're like, God, now I can do my yoga. If And I'm going to go. And it's on <laughs> Wednesdays for anybody who wants to join. It's Wednesday evenings. I think it's 530 to 630. Right. Um, I'm going to go because I'm really happy that it's happening. If I have to sign paperwork when I get there, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not. I didn't have to sign paperwork out it. There was no. like a sign-up sheet no. if I wanted to. You don't have to do that shit. Right? No. It was like if I wanted to sign up for information. I remember... Was- <laughs> Back in the day, I lived in Vancouver, and I went up to Cypress Bowl, and there was a, uh, a ski lesson. And uh, I showed up a little bit late, and they'd already done their forms and everything. And they said, sorry, you can't participate unless you fill the form. And I said, okay, I'll just be right over here. And I took three steps back, and I followed the class and listened <laughs> intently and was in the front row the whole time. But I was just, anytime they looked at me, I just kind of wiggled backwards slightly, slightly. and kind of stared over their shoulder. <laughs> And 
at the end of it, the instructor was like, you should come work here. You're really good at this. You picked up on it really fast. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a quick study. Thanks. But, you know, reminds me of a few other stories, but we'll spare you that. So, but yeah, we're looking at the garbage culture there. You yeah. know, and it, it, it and is. It, and who, who disagrees? And it perpetuates more garbage. It's just trash. Because it wasn't just in my story at the park. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. just the school paperwork. It was also the park paperwork. Yes. So it was like multiple levels of paperwork. And this poor woman is so concerned, right? Like oh. it's hurting her spirit. And yeah. the fact that she has she's to... She's allowing that. that. That she has to do and she doesn't because want she's, to. But if you know, she doesn't... She, she goes, I could lose my job. Yeah. And I said, I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> You're really not going to lose your job. You're a freaking teacher. You're not going to lose your job. There's really nothing that's going to happen yeah, to you. Really? No. And that's the mind virus. Yeah. Like it's, it's the, the complex... illusion of law. Illusion. Yeah. yeah. And if law actually existed, none of that would be going on Mm -hmm. but people that's how the monday mind works it says you can have your little stone circle and if you don't follow the rules you could lose your stone your stone circle circle. (laughs) and it's like i could lose my job and what does that really mean it's not about the job job. i could lose my security Mm -hmm. i could lose my dignity and self-worth which is completely based on the validation of others and my purpose and my purpose which has been handed to me and is not within my spirit i became an educator, but all I wanted to be was a teacher. I just wanted to be a teacher. And how many teachers have walked out? There is there is definitely some movements afoot it's, among it's teachers. Yeah. A lot of people are fed up. They've been fed up for a long bloody time. And if they're still fed up, my question is, what are you what are waiting for? What are we doing? What are you doing? So, you know, and that's the thing. I think I mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, too. We're building a lifeboat, you know. Yeah, this is very true. We are building a lifeboat. And, um, and where are we? We're in a boat. Yeah, we're building a lifeboat. It's, you know, what you saw these Jehovah's Witnesses the other day on the street. And oh, yeah, said, next to the... Grenier's, yeah. And it's the end. The end is upon us. The yeah, end is all nigh. The, all of the, um, yeah, all of the propaganda, well, whatever it is, their, their paraphernalia that they hand out, you know, it's talking about end times and the world. Oh, yeah, the end always. Of the world and stuff. But the mm. woman, and I actually, you know, I maybe didn't make this connection. I... I always speak with Jehovah's Witnesses. I I like interactions with them. I just enjoy the conversation. But um, I'd never made the connection before. She looked me right in the eye and she said, but not like, not the end of the world, just like the end of the world. And I was like, I I really get it. Like, I really get what you're saying. Yeah. That makes sense. And I kind of told her about the lifeboat. Yeah. And that's, everybody everybody wants a lifeboat. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you're still doing it and you're still fed up and you go, well, it's the only system we got. It's the best we can know. That's an excuse. Stop it. You're an adult. It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday mind. Get that out of your head. You know in your soul that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, what do we do? And what did the grays do? What did that Monday mind virus do? But it stopped people from talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It stopped them from expressing themselves. That's not just your own native tongue and language. That's your ability to express your spirit. Mm-hmm. That's dance. That's art. That's drawing. That's love. That's sacred. That's floating in a boat from 1872 with a parasol. With a parasol. (laughs) There's a lot of things to be thankful for. Absolutely. I love grapefruit. I also love grapefruit. Grapefruit does not grow here. We've also got a Strongbow here. A big shout out to Strongbow. (laughs) Absolutely one of the best ciders on the market. Yeah, I mean, it's been around probably since 1872. We are looking at that stuff and saying... There is an option. Mm-hmm. 
and that's why it's the end times. Mm -hmm. Not the end of the world. It's the end of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's time for it to end because if it doesn't, we do know what's coming. It's Uncle Grandma. Yep. It's Klaus Schwab penetrating the government. And once he's done penetrating the government, he's going to penetrate you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get penetrated by Klaus Schwab. Everyone's going to have to get their salt shakers out and we're gonna... salt these slugs. We're going to be covered in slugs. Oh, we're going to be like, oh, where do all these slugs come from? We're going to be like, salt. Everyone's going to have salt. Salt, oh, salt everywhere. Like, can we just not have and that? Let's, let's validate that. Let's back that point up yeah. a little bit. We are starting a salt business. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very fitting and like, it wasn't like, let's do it because of the colonial slug. It was like, hmm, salt's a thing. And then it's like, wait a second. Somebody was pointing it out. Oh, huh, that's funny. Cause the colonial slug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. And we've also got caterpillar people. Yeah. And we've got butterfly people. Yeah. And sometimes you can mistake a caterpillar person for a slug. Yeah. Or a but slug for a caterpillar. A slug for a caterpillar. But if you want, you know, what is, what are we doing with this salt thing? It's flavor. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for some more of that. Yeah. That's darn near top yeah. secret so stuff. We're going to assault the colonial slug. We're going to assault the colonial slug where so it hurts the most at the dinner table. Don't have to. Yeah, and so you don't have to. Why salt? Oh, another great, fantastic historical example of salt Gandhi. Oh, yes, absolutely. Great historical example. Gandhi was able to topple the British Empire in India because they cornered the salt trade and said, no, you can't do it, or we'll take away your little stone houses. <laughs> they already were there. Yeah. What are they going to do? Right. It's against the law. What? what law? What law? You mean this the occupational you... army? Yeah, this law that is arbitrarily made up? Yeah. This law that you think we're going to follow, and they all bloody well did, until one man stood up. Yep. It's always been like that in history. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Gandhi, how many other? Right. Fill us in. Like, subscribe, comment below <laughs> to give us some more names. Who's that one man who did it? Yeah. There's lots of them. Lots of them. That's how it goes. So anyway, we've got Eucadia. Mm -hmm. We're going to use Eucadia, and this is a very old system. Mm -hmm. Just like this boat's very old. Very old. Very old. We had some still, good comments. Hey, still floats. Floats my boat. Built well. Built well. I refinished this thing. Yeah, found it in a barn. And all of the, you know, the rivets are still in. Yeah. It's just, it's, it was well built. It very was well built. Purposefully built. Purposefully built boat. And so it lasted. It was built on West Georgia Street. And we've Vancouver. lost that. Yeah. Now we've lost that, and we've come to a time and place in our culture where it's garbage. Where it's garbage. We literally produce garbage so that it can go to the landfill, and then we take that garbage and we ship it to another country. It's just absurd. The whole thing has gone absurd. So I pay four hundred dollars for all this. And the sale, there's a mast, all the rest. Just <laughs> you know. But that's the thing. If you were to go out and buy a new boat now, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you I just can't. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. And so there's so many things that are discarded in our garbage culture. Well, it's, and it's more to the point, it's produced to become garbage. It's produced to become garbage. Like this boat wasn't produced to become garbage. No. It was produced to last for a very long time. And the intention of it was that. And, and so, that, it, so is. it has. But yes. the intention of our culture right now is garbage. It's garbage. Let's make garbage. Mass consumerism. So there's a, a, a story, I'm going to talk this out there too. Anne Leonard, I think it is, Story of Stuff. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Really great. She spent something like, what, 14 years or something like that, traveling around and following the life cycle of garbage. Yep. And what it is, is we're a consumer-based nation. Mm -hmm. Now, when 9-11 happened, George continent. Bush... We're a continent. Continent. Yeah. Yes, we are a continent. Well, nations, continents. Yes, we are a continent. Because this is pan-North America. This is totally North America. Yeah. 
So George Bush uh, Sr., I think it was at the time. Was it senior when 9-11 happened? No, junior. Oh, it was junior. And time flies. So uh, he came out when 9-11 happened and he said, go shopping. You want to help? Don't pray. Don't donate. Don't volunteer. He didn't say any of that. He said, go shopping. Mm-hmm. Because we are a nation of consumers. And Ann Leonard found in her story of stuff that some 98% of everything you purchase will be gone within the first year. It's a trash culture. It's a trash culture. We're not just throwing mud around. Mm-hmm. These are facts. Mm-hmm. And so, what do we do, Danny? We just notice it. Mm-hmm. Have to notice it. First. Have to notice it. First, we say something. There has to become an alternative. Right? It has to be. Yeah. And by not just an alternative where where you look at. Generally, we look at each other and we look at our culture and we say, "Be better." Don't do that. Don't do that. Because it's we can't. It's what we're in. So until there's a viable alternative. alternative. And it has to be at the economic level because yes. it's the economic system that is driving that force. Until yes. it's that, then it's... Well, and we do have a uh, economic system coming online. People are but like, I well, think what about should... money? Yeah, I mean, I think that's for the next going... Yeah. We have to identify but Let's just... I would really want to say this, though. Like, we say that we have an alternative and people are like, probably, well, that's cockamamie. Mm-hmm. That's talk. A lot mm-hmm. of people talk. And I'm like, no, we have a computer system that's being developed that's equivalent in size to Amazon. 20 million lines of code. Mm-hmm. It's going to be divvied up and go blockchain-based, decentralized platforms. Mm-hmm. We've got every kind of accounting system, mm-hmm. financial systems, mm-hmm. roles and registers, lands, properties, you know, births, deaths, yeah. everything you can think of. It's the entire system exactly. of governance. Because you're, you're good in a group, you know, say if there's 12 of you or whatever doing a thing, you're good to just work it out and work on it and keep going or whatever, but... You talk if you're talking at the level of a hundred thousand people. Yep. That's per that collective. means law. There's law. There's actual there is law. There has to you be know, law. there has to be a cohesive and like systematized process of organizing yeah. for like and I want I'm gonna say the word sustainability, and I don't mean the kind of sustainability that they talk about from the UN. I'm talking about actual real sustainability where yeah. you you are looking at seven generations <clears throat> and like doing that. Okay. Far down the future. I'm going to just touch on a point there. Mm-hmm. Law isn't law because somebody said so. Mm-hmm. That's part of the mundane mind as well. When they said, well, why don't we just make up the law? Mm-hmm. Because we are the, the occult. Mm-hmm. We understand the secrets of the universe. We can trick people. We are magicians. Look at them. They think that our magic is real. And albeit some magic is real. Mm-hmm. Because we can actually manifest stuff and where you put your energy. People just don't always know that. Right. And so there's story of the law of attraction, the secret, this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very true, but it's also missing key points. And it comes with a price, that kind of It comes with a price. Yeah. And it's not right. And it's not genuine to the individual. They're like, I read it in a book. And it's like, no, you have to find it in yourself. And then when you see it in a book, it confirms. Mm-hmm. And it creates suspicions and other things that must be examined. So yeah, we've got we've got some amazing systems. And they're very genuine. And they're to the individual, you know, per hundred thousand mm-hmm. households. There's another part I wanted to throw in there too. Law is negative. Culture is positive. Mm-hmm. The positive laws of the world are based on culture and tradition. And where you want to go. And where you want to go and what matters to you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will stand up in the face of our legal system, which is negative, mm-hmm. and it tries to superimpose itself over positive systems, over people's lives. And they go, well, it doesn't bother me that that gets said in our family. 
and it doesn't hurt anybody, but then they get culturally appropriated and say, no, that's not okay. You're not allowed to have complex, you know, discussions with your child. You have to leave that to the Ministry of Children and Family Development or something. Hmm. And I've been told that. Oh. And I'm like, you can go away. Because <laughs> there, there is no place in reality for you to tell me what I can and cannot speak to my children about. Yes. That's absurd. <laughs> that's absurd. <laughs> so that's the negative legal system yeah. trying to superimpose itself on a positive system. Yep. And so that's cultural. And there is cultural law. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk about it. No, if your grandmother had come up to you and said, now, I've noticed yes. what is you're doing and X, Y, and Z, and here's what we did. And I respect my grandmother. Right? And I'm not going to say cockamamie. I'm yeah. going to go, huh, what do you mean, grandma? Yeah. But in no way <laughs> can somebody in a white wig and a black robe actually have the force and effect of law at that level. It makes no sense. Which is fun because uh, my lawyer said family law in British Columbia should be completely dismantled and mm-hmm. ineffective. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- anyway, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> we do a whole episode on that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that positive law is per area. This is the point that I was getting mm-hmm. at. Positive law is per area. So if you're in a European country, for example, you don't have to travel very far to find a completely different cultural entity. Exactly. If you're in the United States, you cross a you cross a state line, you're in a whole other world. Oh yeah, very different. Very different. Yeah. And so the United States of America have that in their legal system because it comes from culture. Mm-hmm. So when a legal system as negative law shows up and says, "This is how we're doing it now," that is an occupational army. Mm-hmm. That is force, fear, and intimidation mm-hmm. and coercion. That has nothing to do with law that is not law no and they go we are the law and it's like no you're not Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the ways i think that the aboriginals of turtle island Mm -hmm. were able to begin treating and the thing is you know in my opinion Mm -hmm. they should annex themselves from it entirely and anyway Mm -hmm. that's a whole other episode so some of that's coming so we're going to deal with some of this garbage Mm -hmm. by just doing it right and bringing it back Mm-hmm. making things with better intentions. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people might say it's magic, and some people might say, you know, that stuff's a little bit over my head. Mm-hmm. But just it, think of it as the mind virus. The next yeah. time you're, you're ICBC, well, just the recognize time you're the trouble, ICBC, yeah. and you're like, what? That doesn't make any mind virus. The teller will even agree. Because that way, instead of going, God, and taking all of that anger and all that frustration and putting that into it and feeding, feeding it. Because that's what it wants. Don't feed the slug. Don't feed it. Mind virus. Call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't feed the slug. Don't feed the slug. And don't forget that Uncle Grandma's waiting. I'm eating a grapefruit slice. That's delicious. Mm. Yeah. Uncle Grandma's waiting for you around the corner. Klaus Schub wants to penetrate you and your whole family. <laughs> the ICBC teller will agree that it's absurd. The lady in the park at the slip and slide will have pain in her heart. That she will suppress and live with for the rest of her life because she gets the karmic bounds mm-hmm. of that system. Because, not Kyla, not me, no. not Claire. And the RCMP officer that follows the start sergeant's command mm-hmm. and knows that what he's doing is wrong, he suffers the karma of it, mm-hmm. not the people up the line. Mm-hmm. Not the people like are The buck stops leaders. where the person knows in their heart. Yes. That's and, where the buck stops. And, and if you're so... complicit, and we've already been through this, Nuremberg, Geneva. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just following orders. I had a mortgage knew, to pay. And you knew that you were you following knew it. orders? Yes. That's where agent indemnity comes in. Yeah. But the thing is, you want to be indemnified? Then start doing the right thing. If you're indemnified as an agent, start doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. No one will sue you for it. Yeah. They can't They can't fire you for doing the right thing. 
no, I'm, I'm respecting this person's human rights. I'm respecting our charter and our constitution of the country, mm. not these petty laws. But it just proves that it's, we don't have law. There is no law. That proves there's no law. It's an illusion. Mm. So anyway, so here we are. Floating in a boat. Floating in a boat. Building a lifeboat. Yeah, it's a lifeboat. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us on this really special tailgate coffee shop boat float episode <laughs> of Cameo Radio. Here with Danny Honeywine. Thanks for coming. Don't forget, stay tuned. No, get tuned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>